I just love the one where Neville talks about man, generally, not knowing this law, puts his thoughts on his habitual conditions, his habitual reactions. Think about it. The average person, they put their attention, they put their thoughts on their history. And Neville likens it to a chicken or a snake with its head cut off. I just absolutely love this. Because it's so real. Because you cut the head off the chicken, you cut the head off the snake, the body still does what the body still does for a little bit. It's called momentum. You're driving your car. Here's another way to look at it, right? And you take your... And suddenly the engine conks out. The car doesn't just stop. The car slows down. You still steer the car. You don't just take your hands off the wheel and go, screw it, the car didn't stop. I changed what I'm imagining. You really... See, I notice the baggage people bring to things. Persist is one of them, right? And I know, Neville said persist, and I love when people say it because it's true. But I also notice how most people experience persist. So the engine conks out in the car. Persist in driving it, persist. Just drive it. Celebrate that you're driving it. You know, I remember years ago, I was in a car with my buddy Perry, and Perry was driving along and the engine conked out. And Perry's, I mean, it was a little car, right? It was a little car without power steering, without power brakes. It was a cool little car. And the engine conks out, and we're in traffic, and he just steers it to the side of the road. And we were in the passing lane and everything, right? He didn't go to the inside. He managed to steer it to the outside. He had enough momentum. See, a lot of people are scared by momentum. Momentum is what you can utilize. He steers the car to the side of the road. We get out, and we have a lovely chat, right? While we wait for the record to come and grab his little car, and then we go to where we're going, right? But here's the cool thing, guys. When the engine dies, the engine dies. You just continue to steer. By the way, let's go to snake fondling for a moment. Because I'm a certified snake handler, right? Venomous snake handler. I took a course like seven years ago. You see, I moved to this place called Australia like 10 years ago. And after a couple years here, we got puppies. And when we got puppies, you know, I, I had a thought about something. It's called, we've got two of the most venomous snakes in the country, if not the world, showing up in our neighborhood. I want to learn about these. So I looked online and I found this guy, Raymond. Now, Raymond is considered to be the second best guy, maybe the first best guy now, in our part of the world when it comes to venomous snakes. And he, teach a venom, he teaches a venomous snake handling course where you can learn how to capture and, and handle venomous snakes. You can even go get a license from the government after training with Raymond so that you can, like catch snakes for fun and profit. In other words, when they show up in somebody else's garden, you can have them pay you money to get rid of them. See, I'm too busy to do that. But I took, well, I didn't even take the course. I called Raymond up and he says, yeah, I've got a course in six weeks. And I said, I, I'm not able to persist for that long. See, I've imagined something. I've imagined learning how to play with snakes, right? Yeah, not that I'm a fan of playing with snakes. And right? if it's you or me, the snake dies. <laughs> you get it? Right? You, me, you're my friend, the snake dies. 
Now here's the cool thing, guys. I want you to get this. Celebrate noticing the snake. Celebrate chopping its head off. Celebrate not touching the damn thing till it quits moving. See, just because it's moving doesn't mean you have to grab it. Just because it's moving, you get to go, yeah, look at me go. See, that's one of mine. And it ain't the words, it's the attitude. Yep. Yeah, I changed what I'm imagining, but look at that. <laughs> it's catching up, all right. Hoo-ha. See, Neville says some things that a lot of people miss. He, he doesn't... Hold on. <clears throat> all right. Yep, garam masala, that works better for me than cinnamon. Meanwhile, <clears throat> Neville doesn't say struggle with this for years. He says persist. But you also notice there's a quote of his that I share constantly. He says, prayer is not an act of will. Prayer is an act of surrender. You surrender to the state of your wish fulfilled. You surrender to the imaginal experience of your state of your wish fulfilled. And there's so many simple ways to do that. Here's one, and this applies directly to a lot of people that are emailing me this week. Remember when. You see, that's the perfect tool for this. And remembering when is not walking around chanting the words. I'm sorry. I know people are... They do what Bob Chambers did. Bob Chambers was the preacher back in the old school, you know, in the old country. And Bob was an old school preacher. He would pluck verses... You know, Ed Will, he knew the Bible very well, but he knew how to pluck verses from it to make it mean anything he wanted to, right? You know, I'm not a fan of that. I'm a fan of the entirety, right? What's the entire thing say? What does Neville teach over his entire career? What does he demonstrate time and time again? Surrender. And you can do it in the twinkling of an eye. He gives numerous examples of not having it take years to surrender to a state, even though it may take... Minutes, hours, seconds, years for a wish to be fulfilled. But he says, don't worry, it's not going to be late. <laughs> it can't possibly be late. You can dig it up and kill it. I mean, he does say that too. But here's the thing, guys. When you whap the head off of a chicken or a snake, celebrate that you notice the chicken or the snake. And if you see there's still momentum there, who cares? Don't feed it. Because Neville says, most people right, give their thoughts to their habitual, their habitual past, their reactions, <laughs> their history. Don't do that. Because when you move, your thoughts will change. I can promise you that. I haven't thought about putting a resume together for 20 years. I mean, like, <clears throat> like seriously. 20 years ago, I decided I was psychologically unemployable, and that's what I became. And, and that, to me, is the joke, because being psychologically unemployable means there's no way anyone's going to hire me for a job. But man, can I get things done. Any project that I've been involved with, I get things done. Stuff that takes people 40 hours, I get done in four. See, they don't pay you to dick around at work for 36 extra hours, right? See, I'm the guy, I get it done in four, I want to go home. Right, I'll get you the results you want fast. Because I surrender to the, to the job being done. I don't go, wow, i got to fill 40 hours. <laughs> done. So when you remember when... See, when I, 
If I see a snake or a chicken with its head cut off, the first thing I do is I celebrate noticing its head's cut off. The second thing I do is, you know, it's like, yep, I just wait. No big deal. The, the snake or the chicken being a threat is part of the past. Think about it. Some people are afraid of chickens. <laughs> All right? Don't be. You cut its head off, let it die. And the key word is let it. What are you going to do, pick it up and squeeze it now? I mean, that's going to be horrible. You don't want to do that with the head of a snake. The head of the snake will still get you. If you pick it up, right, you can still squirt, right? You don't want to pick up the head of a dead snake and shove its fangs in your arm. That's stupid. The thing is, one more time. Every morning, here's what I do. I do my Joseph Goddard. Before I get out of bed, I nail 5 to 10, 6 to 12, half a dozen wishes or so. Right? Typical events of my day, I imagine them already having gone my way. Like this podcast. I have no idea what I want to talk about before I get out of bed. And yet we've got two to 4,000 listens per day on this podcast. That tells me something. I get a lot of great feedback. Manifesting Mastery Course Day 3, we ask a couple questions. And a lot of people tell me they came to the course because of the podcast. They got tired of just listening to it. Tired of applying it. <laughs> and they just decided it's time to actually dive deeper. This guy gives me gold. Why not dive deeper? He doesn't say the normal things. Walk around saying, I remember when, till they lock you up in a fucking rubber room. Yep, I remember when, I remember when, I remember when, I remember when. Yep, do affirmations out loud, loudly while you're shopping. I'm buying mustard, I'm buying mustard. I'm getting the best deals. <laughs> yeah, go get locked up, right? Yeah, hey, Mr. 20, I got great news. I don't got to worry about the electric bill no more. They put me in the lockup forever. They say I'm crazy because I walk around... <laughs> doing dumb shit all the time. You see, I remember when as a feeling. Neville gives you a method. You remember when she was single by imagining her married. He also talks about feeling something in the past. No longer true. Do that. If you see the chicken, you know you're remembering when it was a threat. When you see the snake, you're remembering when you thought it was going to be a good dinner. Because maybe you've noticed, right? Everyone says snake tastes like chicken. There's only one way to find out. Imaginal experience leads physical experience. If you really want to nail this stuff, we've got a course. It's called manifestingmasterycourse.com. I talk about it every day. And you want to know why? Because it costs lots of money. It's $97. That's like a dollar a day for a 90-day program, right? So, wow, man. Where am I going to get a dollar from? Maybe I'll steal it from my kids. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I'll take 90 bucks out of their college fund. Yeah, yeah. And I'll add seven in for fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 97 bucks. Right? If you're imagining 97 bucks is going to break the bank. <laughs> Good Lord. See, here's what I'm imagining. Because you can imagine one in two directions. One, oh my God, that snake's still moving around. The chicken's still... I can't possibly walk through the door. Neville says the state that you most commonly return to is your dwelling place. You know how you get in your dwelling place? How do you get in your house? You walk through the door. You don't tunnel through the wall. Persist. I've got myself a butter knife, Mr. 20. I'm tunneling to under the floor to get into my house. It's only going to take me 10 years of persist. With your butter knife, have fun. Or you can walk through the door. Right? Shut the door. Let the chicken run around outside as long as it wants to. Because you're in your dwelling place. Celebrate being home. How's that feel? Oh. Good. And when you do that, put another bun in the oven. Why not? Something to do. Anyway, manifestingmasterycourse.com. 90-day adventure. 
We don't go into techniques till week three because week one, we want you to discover how vast and fast you are. Week two, we break the loops up because we find a lot of people are loopy, 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 and they're tired of being loopy. Next, easymanifestingmethods.com. Those are freebies. Little tiny videos, daily free email, pseudo-random goodness like this. It's not like a course. It's just whatever's on my mind I send you an email out about. And with Easy Manifesting Methods, the first seven days, you get seven little videos that help you get the basics. Because if you're walking around saying, I remember when I listened to the show, like, you're going to get locked up. You're going to look nuts. And by the way, no one ever walked around saying, I remember when I was rich. That's how I became poor. No, you stopped imagining wealth. <laughs> you started imagining struggle. A lot of people do that when they're teenagers and they never stop. All right, cut the head off. Don't be bothered by the chicken or the snake. Remember, snakes taste like chicken, or is it the other way around? I, I've eaten both. All right. <laughs> I used to support the Wild Turkey Federation every year. We had this massive wild meat cook-off. Oh, my God. And uh, good charity. That was a lot of fun. Anyway, manifestingmasterycourse.com. And for the sharers, those who share the shows, those who share their lives with us, most MM members, they send us an update once every seven days. Why? Because we tell you to. We share with you how we played with the last week's lessons. We say, hey, why not send us a little update? Nothing big. A couple sentences. Maybe a paragraph or two. If you send something long, I probably won't read it. <laughs> and I'll tell you, just drill it down, man. <laughs> Because I don't have time to read four-page emails, right? That takes me 25 minutes. On the other hand, surrender to something lovely. And for those who share the show, thanks, gang. We appreciate you sharing this, sharing the articles, sharing... Is Karen. Have a great day. ManifestingMasteryCourse.com